0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: What is up? Welcome in to the Early Edge in 5. I'm your host, Alan Bell. We have a phenomenal special show lined up for you today. But before we get to that, Couple of things that I want everyone to be aware of. First off, download the CBS Sports app right now for your draft tracker all throughout the draft. Get real time updates about your team's draft picks and trades all three days of the NFL draft, including scouting reports, grades, player comps for all your team selections. Download the free CBS Sports app to use. It's the best draft tracker out there and the best second screen companion for when you're watching the draft unfold tonight and all three days on TV. Now, the next part here with the first pick, All right? The official podcast from CBS Sports. How should you feel about your team's latest draft picks? The With the First Pick podcast is your source for comprehensive draft coverage and pick breakdowns with CBS Sports draft expert Ryan Wilson and longtime NFL general manager Rick Spielman. Ryan and Rick will recap each day of the draft, dishing out winners and losers from all seven rounds. And the draft chatter, it doesn't just stop on Saturday. Stay tuned to the show for team-by-team draft grades and an early look at who your team could be eyeing next year. Download and follow the With the First Pick podcast wherever you find this one. Now, speaking of that, let's bring you the stars of the show because we don't have any time to waste whatsoever. And you're going to get two shows in one with this one in the early edge in five. So, the first part, let's go ahead and get it. Spectre, throw it over you, buddy. What
2: do you got tonight? Well, I got to be honest. There's nothing I truly love in the NBA tonight, but we got to do something here. And we're going to go Jalen Brown over 26 and a half points at minus 123. This is the one that our model liked the best. Our AI has this predicting him at 31.3 points for this game. And I see why he just had 31 and 35 in the last two games. And look, it's all going to come down to volume for Jalen Brown. When he shot 22 or 23 shots, He went over this line in the three games of the five with the Hawks. When he shot 14 or 15, he didn't. And with the Celtics needing a closeout game, their two stars, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, are going to step up. So he's going to get that volume tonight and go over this line.
1: There we go. I like it, man. I like it. All right. Barner, coming right to you. You got two plays for us, I believe. Break them down, buddy. What you got? (laughs)
3: That's right. Two plays, two sports. We'll start in Major League Baseball. We'll take the Rays over the White Sox. Rays money line at minus one fifty five on DraftKings. Battle of the Aces: Shane McClanahan against Dylan Cease. They faced each other last weekend. The Rays won that four to three. McClanahan went six innings, gave up two runs, ten strikeouts. Cease lasted four innings, giving up three runs. The big reason why I like the Rays here is the White Sox can't score. They've scored three or fewer runs in seven of their last eight games. Facing McClanahan certainly not going to help that cause, so I think the Rays do enough against Cease to help them get the win. Then we'll go over to the association. We'll do Hawks-Celtics. I don't play a lot of totals, but I like the over 231 on this one. Hawks, they staved off elimination in Game 5. They had 236 combined points in that game, and DeJounte Murray didn't play. He returns uh, for this game, and the game being in Atlanta is the reason why I like the over. The first two games of the series in Atlanta, there was 252 and 250 combined points scored respectively. And if we go back to the regular season, this the over has hit on this number in 16 straight home games for the Hawk, the Hawks. So we'll finish it up. Celtics Hawks over 231 points. You know,
1: I was kind of excited there for the uh, singular. Like I just wanted one Hawk. <laughs> going up tonight.
3: That's it. I that's it. That's all they're bringing. One Hawk. Well,
1: I'll tell you what. Here in a second, I'm going to tell you why I hope that it's Trey Young. All right. Prop stars, talk to me. We have the NFL draft tonight. You're going to go ahead and get us started here for a little bit more of what to come. Break us
4: down, buddy. What do you got? Yeah, I'm fired up. Three draft props I'm giving out quickly, A.B. First up, we've got Bijan Robinson over pick 10.5. By the way, you can find these on DraftKings. Listen, every draft season, it is hard to find a running back in round one because the position has become so devalued in the modern NFL. Not only can you find productive, quality running backs in rounds four, five, six, seven, even undrafted guys, um, but let's just say Bijan ends up being everything or as good as advertised, which he very well may be. I'm very high on him as a prospect. And let's just say he performs very well. Then are you comfortable four years down the road handing him a record-setting contract to a 26- or 27-year-old running back that has had more than 600 touches in college, then likely 1,200-plus touches in the NFL. If you look at the history of the NFL, you cannot really think of very many contracts for running backs that include a lot of guaranteed money, where they've reset the market that have worked out in the team's favor. I just do not see Bijan being drafted in the top 11 picks. I think it's very unlikely. Next up, we're going Quinton. Uh, Johnson to be drafted in the first 27 picks. This guy is out of TCU. He has a massive frame. He reminds me a lot of Alshon, Jeffrey, uh, Braylon Edwards, AJ green. He doesn't win with size, but he has a huge catch radius. He has the ability to use his body and, and, uh, to high point the football. He makes contested catches catches in traffic. I think he's going to make an instant impact in the red zone. He's going to be very tough to cover there. For smaller defensive backs from a pure athletic standpoint, if we're looking at just physical traits, he profiles closer to a wide receiver one in the NFL than I think any other wide receiver prospect in this draft. That's why I have a hard time seeing him falling out of the top 27 picks. I could see him going as high as pick 12, 13, 14 or 15. So I like that quite a bit, even though it is very juice. And then last but not least, Lucas Van Ness to be drafted in the top 15. A uh, very productive player in college. He has Herculean size and strength. He looks like a he could be the fifth or sixth Watt brother to play in the NFL. He can play multiple positions. That sort of versatility is very valuable in the NFL. I could see him going to the Patriots where he's being frequently mocked. The Ravens, just a lot of potential fits for him uh, because of that versatility to play every position along the defensive line.
1: Anybody with Herculean size and strength exactly like EC is who you want to be drafted. (laughs) Hardly, hardly AB. (laughs) And it's no surprise that Bill Belichick is involved in that one. All right. I'm going to go next here, EC, because obviously your spot is your spot. And you know what? I'm going to leave you on screen here. Only two plays for me. First off, lightning leaves over six and a half tonight. Look, we've ridden it every single game in the series. We've hit it every single game in the series. Now we have a potential handshake game tonight. That being said, There's no tomorrow for either of these teams, all right? Yes, I understand that it's only 3-1 that the Leafs are up, but the Leafs have had horrible, horrible history since 2004 in not getting past the first round in the Stanley Cup playoffs. The last thing they want to do is allow the Lightning to do exactly what the Leafs did in Game 4, and come back, and that one. So they're going to be on fire. The Lightning are obviously facing, now or never, elimination. They're going to be putting everything on the net. It's a handshake game. You could steal one or two from the goalie getting pulled late in the game, garbage being picked up in front of the nets. I like it. We're going to ride it one more time. And, Barner, like you were saying, my man, if there's one hawk that's going to show up, Trey Young, and kind of the same process of what we just did. Look, this not only could be the end for Trey Young, in his season this year. This could be it for Trey Young with the Hawks, right? Like we have no idea what's going to happen after this season. So what you're going to get, the Celtics do not want to drag this thing along at all. They want to end this series tonight. So you're going to see a huge offensive, um, you know, turnout from them as we've been seeing. So Trey Young over two and a half threes. I think that not only one, is he going to come out firing Two, He's probably not going to leave the court because either it's going to be him. Hey, let's kind of fix this issue here in Atlanta. Or let me put up some good tape for the next team that wants to pick me up. Either way, I think anytime Trey gets the ball tonight, he's going to be putting it up, looking to knock it down. We only need three threes plus money. Let's ride that one. All right, EC, you know what? I wanted to fire through. Get out of your way. Floor is yours, buddy. You Love it, A.B. Great picks. And I'm going to actually stick, one, stick with you on one of them
5: from the NHL. Uh, I'm avoiding the NBA tonight because the – Fourth quarter of that Cavs Knicks game was so disgusting last night. I was pretty much already counting my money on the over heading into the fourth quarter, and then we saw what happened. Disgusting. Thank God the Cavs are no longer in the playoffs because watching them was terrible. All right. So the NHL, where I've hit four of my last six. So we're actually, this is like the one sport I'm actually hitting something on. We're going to roll with Braden Point over two and a half shots on goal at minus 130. He's hit this three times in the series with four, two, seven, and three in the four games. He had seven in the last regular season game against Toronto on uh april 11th had 51 goals in the regular season he's on tampa bay's top line and top power play unit tampa bay scored 16 goals in the series that's that hasn't been the problem it's vasilevsky on the back end has been brutal but i think as ab said it in his prediction you know i expect tampa bay to fire at will tonight and i think Braden point's going to take care of business Uh, As you mentioned, also, A.B., Leafs are 0-10 in elimination games since they last won a playoff series in 2004. I actually like Tampa Bay tonight. I like the over, and I like Braden Point to hit the over. And I got a a DM from uh, Scott, who's a a viewer of the show. He likes Brandon Hagel. Uh, Same same thing, over two and a half shots on goal. He's plus 122. So if you're looking to get some extra lightning in there, Braden Point is my pick. Brandon Hagel is his pick. And he's hit this in five of his last eight games, including two of four in the series. All right, then we're going to go to baseball. Now, Proppy is usually the, the one who is the man when it comes to strikeout totals. You know, he and Grace are like the two that, that I follow. But I'm going to try my hand at this tonight. Dylan Cease over six and a half strikeouts. It's minus 115 on FanDuel. It was minus 140 on DraftKings earlier. So shop around for the best price. 34 strikeouts in 26 innings pitched this season. He's over this in 12, or he was over this in 12 of his 18 home games last year, which is two out of three. So he struck out five uh, rays last weekend in only four innings pitched through 101 uh, pitches. I expect them, him to tr- uh, be a bit more efficient tonight to go at least five innings. And I think in those five innings, he can get to seven strikeouts. Uh, one last thing current rays have struck out 17 times in 50 at bats against Cease. I'm telling you what. I
1: I feel good about these. But then again, A.B., it's been one of those weeks for my picks. So, you know what? I got faith in you tonight, baby. I'm riding every single thing that you're playing. I am down. I am in. Now, everyone, we're going to get to the recap right now. Do not leave because the NFL Draft betting championship is coming right after it. And this is going to be fun. So, everybody, grab your paper. Grab your pencil. Let's take a look at the recap here. EC is on Braden Point, over two and a half shots on goal. Dylan Cease, over six and a half strikeouts tonight. The Speculators on Jalen Brown, over 26 and a half points. I am on the Lightning Leafs, over six and a half. And Trey Young, over two and a half three pointers. Price at plus 105. Mike Barner's on the Rays money line. And the Celtics Hawks, over 231 points tonight. Prop stars, three draft picks. All right, draft position Bijan Robinson, over 10 and a half. Uh, Quentin Johnston, under 26 and a half. And Lucas Van Ness, under 14 and a half. Now, gentlemen, that's show number one. Show number two is the betting championship. So how this is going to work, I have sent an email to everyone in the Early Edge family and said, you know what? How we're going to do this is we're going to approach it. You all are GMs of your own team. How NFL teams are drafting players on the board. You guys are drafting props that are on the board. You guys ready to play? Have some fun? let's do it let's do it indeed now i do have to say this let me go ahead and find where this one might be (laughs) look at my man rj white coming through with the first overall pick in the nfl betting draft championship rj you're on the clock buddy what you got
0: Well, it's funny. I get the first pick. I I let everyone else make their picks and then I I picked last in the email thread. But what I did is I took Nolan Smith's draft position over 11 and a half. Uh, It was plus 130 earlier in the day when I put it in as an addition to my props column um, because I wanted to get some today, some picks with the odds that are out today in that column. Um, It's down to plus 100 now. I think there are spots for him in the top 10, but it really seems like he's trending to be over 11 and a half. And even if a team does want to go edge and one of the top two edges, which one of them are expected to fall based on what we're looking at. Um, probably going to be Tyree Wilson falling um, outside of the top five. But even if he, if there are a team looking for an edge that doesn't get Tyree Wilson, it could be a bigger guy like Lucas Van Ness. I mean, I think that you can go a lot of different ways with this. So I think he's trending toward not being a top 10 pick, even though we thought that he might go eight to Atlanta, um, might go 10 to, to Philly. I think those teams might be in play if they trade down a little bit. But right now, I don't see him going in the top top 11.
1: Dude, I love it, man. I love it. And let me say, before you hop off here, um, you you dropped a big article today in regards to the NFL draft. So anything that uh, Sportsline members need to know about in regards to your articles, where do they find it? What should they be looking for?
0: Yeah, in the analysis section, in the NFL section, we have several um, NFL-related things going on. We have that props article where I believe I have nine added props to, to what we put out on Monday just for today, and then a few added long shots. also put out my final mock draft. Last year, I had 30 of 32, 30 of the 32 first-rounders, correct, inside it. I, you know, uh, Apologies to Cole Strange and George Karloftis. Those are the two I missed. Um, but So we're going to look to do better than that here, get all 31 players this year. Um, so go check that out. The first 10 picks are free on CBS, but the entire thing is available on Sportsline, only for Sportsline subscribers.
1: RJ, you are the man, the stoic one. Great picks. Appreciate you jumping on. Thanks, buddy. All right, Prop Stars, you are next on the, well, I'll tell you what, Charles, you hold on a second. Hang tight, because I want to get to you in a minute, all right? Speculator, you dropped in with a pick, correct?
2: <laughs> I did. I did. I did. You're on the
1: clock, bro. Right? What you
2: got? Well, you, you, you know, I'm going to be honest. I have not been paying attention to the draft prospects this year. Um, but you told me to be a GM, and you know what? I decided I was going to be the GM of the Las Vegas Raiders. And, well, I still believe in jimmy g i still believe in that niners quarterback you just signed him you you know let him go for a year before you want to draft another quarterback and instead i'm going to go raiders first pick they're going to draft a cornerback at minus 125 on the raiders you're 29th in the league in passing yards allowed you need that shutdown corner to shut down anybody who you're going to go against whether it's keenan allen if you can get one that's versatile i can go up against travis kelsey There's just too many options, too many good quarterbacks. you got to compete. You already have. Let Jimmy G have a chance. Let Devontae Adams catch those balls and then shore up that defense. That's where I'm going with it today.
1: All right. All right. I like it. All right. EC, you're on the clock. What you got, buddy?
2: All right. AB, this is one of the
1: weirdest lines
5: I've seen in all of betting in a long time. I'm going your boy Hendon Hooker under 31 and a half yeah. at plus 115. That's your Tennessee quarterback who, by the way, apparently is looking great in his ACL recovery. Uh, I think he will be uh, the fifth quarterback chosen, if not higher. So here's the thing about this line. I saw it at minus 130 this morning, and I submitted it in our email thread, as, as RJ said. Then I saw it at minus 225, which is where I bet it, thinking oh, it's going to go up even more. Then it went down to 150. Then it went down to 110. Then minus 105, then plus 105, and now plus 115. I don't care what the what the latest uh, you know the latest gossip is. This guy's going in the first round, and I'll tell you why. Here are the teams that I identified that need a quarterback in this draft: Carolina, Houston, Indianapolis, Seattle, Tennessee, Washington, the Raiders, the Lions, the Bucks, Minnesota, the LA Rams, Atlanta, and New Orleans. Those are teams. Those are quarterback needy teams. You're telling me that all of those teams. Are going to let this guy drop out of the first round. There's no way. I think, worst case, you're going to see a team trade back into the late first round. I know that Mel Kuiper had the Rams doing so in the final pick of the round. I could see if Tennessee passes on him, I could see them jumping back into the first round and taking their boy Hooker. That would be a pretty cool story. I know AB would go nuts for that, but I just can't see him falling out of the first round.
1: And now you're getting plus money. I absolutely love this. There we go. You know, and I'm fascinated to see the number, you know, being set four and a half in regards to quarterbacks taken in the first round last night, dude, it was even money or it was, it was uh negative money favored to the under this morning to the over. So yeah, I'm fascinated to see that for sure. Yeah.
5: Yeah. The other thing is I I'm, I'm not buying the Will Levis hype here. I actually think hooker is better than Will Levis personally. I mean, look at what they did in college. Who would you rather have based on their production? AB oh. you watched all their games. Who's
1: better. Yeah. Oh dude, hooker. I, I'm not, I, Will Levis is going to get somebody fired tonight. That's what's going to (laughs) happen. I am not in on Will Levis whatsoever. I'll tell you who I am in on. Seeing the job. Yeah, the counselor.
6: The counselor. What's up, everybody?
1: See it. Good to see you, buddy. You are on the clock. Let it rip. What you got?
6: Yeah, so I'm gonna go Anthony Richardson over four and a half, as in not a top four pick. It's minus one forty on DraftKings right now. When I submitted this just 30 minutes ago, it was minus 130. So I think people have caught on a little bit. I expect that to continue to grow as we approach actual NFL draft time, but Yeah, I don't think Anthony Richardson belongs anywhere near the top four picks, if I'm being perfectly honest. And frankly, I think this quarterback class is going to end up being pretty underwhelming. I do like the hooker call. I mean, I don't know if he's going to be drafted in the first round, but I do think Hendon Hooker uh, has something to offer. But uh, in general, not a super huge fan of of many of these quarterbacks, but I don't think Anthony Richardson is going to be a top four pick.
1: I can see it coming through. Yeah, like again, man, like what we are just saying, Like I am so fascinated to see that over under a four and a half in the first round of the night of quarterbacks. Like, dude, it, 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 it could go any way. And, and I feel, you know, I, this is, you know, the, not the most brightest Senate set ever, but, you know, number two with Houston, right? Like, I mean, if they go defense or they go anything other than quarterback, we could see a slide or we could see teams trading up. Tennessee mm-hmm. being one of them. I'm going to get to that in a minute because I, I don't know if they're doing that or not. That said, prop stars, you got some picks, buddy. You're on the clock. What
4: you got? I do indeed. And first off, I want to shout out the stoic one, R.J. White, nailing 30 uh, of 32 picks last year. That is unbelievable accuracy. Uh, I challenge any other mock draft expert to have Uh, results like that. That is incredible stuff, RJ. I also love Specky's pick. I think the Raiders are going to uh, draft a corner for a wide array of reasons, mainly because it is a huge need, as Specky pointed out, and there are three or four uh, prospects who could potentially be drafted in the top uh, 10 to 15 picks at cornerback. So uh, when need uh, meets talent, that's a great spot when it aligns like that for the Raiders. But yeah, I've got quite a few picks. Gave out a few earlier in the stream, if you watch, but in case you didn't, Bijan Robinson over pick 10 and a half. I have a very hard time seeing a running back, even one that's as great as a prospect as Bijan being a top 10 pick in the modern NFL. I just think it's very, very unlikely. And we've got Quentin Johnston, the wide receiver out of TCU, to be a top 27 pick. Uh, this guy has the most impressive physical traits of any wide receiver. Uh, in this draft class, in my opinion, I just do not see him getting past pick 25. Lots of teams who will be looking to draft wide receiver in that 22 to 25 range. Uh, then we've got Lucas Van Ness to be a top 15 pick. Uh, this guy has a ton of position versatility. Uh, a bunch of teams in the t- 10 to 15 range will be looking for. Uh, help on the defensive line he also has some sneaky potential to be a top 10 pick as well uh, here are some picks that i have yet to give out uh, jackson smith and under 12 and a half you can get this at plus 215 uh, i talked about how this Draft classes, is the most unpredictable one I have ever seen covering the draft or even watching the draft. If you don't believe me, just pick out two mock drafts, compare them side by side, and you will just see some wild, wild results. Uh, of all the things that I'm seeing most commonly mocked, it's actually Jackson Smith and the Jigba to be drafted by the Houston Texans at pick 12. I think there's a very strong likelihood of that happening, especially if they go uh, quarterback with pick two overall. Either way, I think he's a great spot of landing in uh, in Houston. So uh, plus money, I think that's a great spot. Then we've got, let's see, Michael Mayer over pick 21 and a half. And then a couple more, we've got who will be drafted earlier, Peter Skoronsky or Bijan Robinson. I like Skaronsky. I think he's the top offensive lineman uh, in this class. I think he's going to kick off to guard most likely where he will be an all-pro level pick. And then if you're looking for a fun long shot, I like Jalen Carter to potentially be the first drafted defensive player in this draft. You can get that at plus 1,500 odds, where I certainly think it's worth a sprinkle, A.B.
1: Worth a sprinkle, indeed. I'll tell you what. I'll go ahead and end it up right here. One pick, simple one. Tennessee Titans. Everybody's talking about them trading up to get a quarterback. First pick that they make in the draft is an offensive lineman at plus 140. And I'm going to tell you why. They went with a quarterback last year, Malik Willis. Did not work out. In fact, it didn't work out so much that they have a brand new general manager that came from down the street from Spectre in San Francisco and ran Carthon. Now. They're going to go offensive line because, if you've noticed, with the Titans, all, right. all their deals, except for one this offseason, have been defense. And quite frankly, they've been linebackers. They have no offensive linemen. None. They have none. It is a kamikaze mission for Derrick Henry this year and Ryan Tannehill. Yes, they do need to figure out the quarterback position, but they have been getting rid of high-priced players to get that cap number down. I don't see them trading all their assets – for a GM in his first draft to go with a quarterback two years in a row of guys that you might not even really like—it's that's a risky ass play. I'm not doing it. Offensive line is what built this team to when they were the number one overall seed in the AFC. I think they're going to get back to doing that again. Offensive lineman plus money, plus one forty. All right, fellas, that's the draft right there. Anybody have any final thoughts before we jump out of here?
5: Well, I just want to say, I, I agree with what Sia said as far as the quarterbacks go. I mean, I outside, I, I like Bryce Young. I think he'll be a solid player. I like CJ Stroud. So I'm not sure I see a superstar among the group, as he said. There's a lot of people that are saying that Anthony Richardson has the Josh Allen, you know, superstar mold potentially. I'm not buying it. If he does, I'll be wrong. I'm Sia. I don't know what you think about that, but I, I just, as far as I'm concerned, I, I think you're right. I don't see a superstar, a generational quarterback among any of these five that may go tonight.
6: Yeah, I know. I I agree with you, EC. And one thing I I do want to plug, because I noticed at the beginning of the show, Alan, you talked about the With the First Pick podcast with, of course, Rick Spielman and, and Ryan Wilson. One thing, because it, it reminded me, Alex brought up Quinton Johnston, who I think is great out of TCU. There, I think there's a few receivers that have, like, immediate potential NFL impact. Among them, of course, is JSN, Jackson Smith and Jigba, Zay Flowers, Jordan Addison. You can kind of go down the line there. I think those are probably the top four in most people's books. Let me just say this. And the reason I bring up the With the First Pick podcast is because I saw Ryan Wilson, I believe it was on CBS Sports HQ, and he was talking about Zay Flowers. And I went back and looked at some tape because he compared Zay Flowers, his comp, was Antonio Brown. Can I tell you, if you go back and look at Zay Flowers' film at Boston College, it looks exactly like Antonio Brown. I think it's a really, really wise comp. And I think in this receiver class, while there are some really great receivers, I think in three years we're going to be talking about Zay Flowers being the king of the hill when it comes to the receivers in this class. Now, that doesn't mean he's going to be drafted first among the receivers. This is my dude, though, for sure. Yeah.
1: No, that's a great look. And, I mean, if anybody's comp to (laughs) – to Antonio Brown, like, take the craziness of off the field. Antonio Brown. Maybe yeah.
2: on the field would be best. Yeah,
1: exactly. I mean, he, dude, uh, and let me say from a Titans perspective, I was just talking about that. That's the other positional group that they absolutely need. They have they have the worst wide receiver core in the NFL. They have no one left. And I can tell you with 100% accuracy that Mike Vrabel was severely, severely upset when A.J. Brown was traded, that was not anything that he wanted or had any. I'm telling you, uh, for that's a, a fact that he had nothing and wanted nothing to do with that trade. And that's a reason why that GM is not here anymore. Mike Vrabel won that argument in the house. <laughs> I'm not lying. Yeah. So wide receiver, it could be a position that they go as well. So somebody like Zay Flowers, and especially Mike Vrabel, you know where a son played? Boston College.
6: Mm. Wow. That and, is interesting. Yeah. And B- I'll tell
1: you this, a- inspector, on. I'll get to, and I'll say this. Everybody is, you know, kind of, we're seeing like the Titans, you know, um, getting, you know, spoken about of trading up for CJ Stroud. Mike Vrabel played at Ohio state. He loves Ohio state. That dude spends a lot of time with Ryan day at Ohio state, every single off season. If anybody knows about CJ Stroud, it is Mike Vrabel. So if he trades in and, and who him, is,
5: A.B., the number three pick is the Cardinals. Uh, where did the GM of the Cardinals come from? Good question. I don't know. The Tennessee Titans. He was their assistant GM. Wait, who? Monty Osenford. Monty oh, Osenford. Oh, thought, oh, yeah. I
1: thought you were talking about, like, what college? Yeah, Osenford, for sure. Yeah. It Like, I, that's a great point, too. And we've seen the Falcons with Arthur Smith, who came from Tennessee. They've basically become the Atlanta Titans. They've just signed everyone that the Titans got rid of. I like it. I like it. Uh, one right. more thing, one yep. more thing I wanted to, to just throw out.
5: If, if Houston goes Will Anderson at number two, I think there's value on Anthony Richardson to, to be Houston to go to Houston at plus 1500. That was one that I saw on DraftKings earlier. So if Richardson drops as Sia predicts, which I agree with, and he falls out of the top 10, Houston doesn't have their quarterback at 12. Might it make sense?
1: Might it indeed? Yeah. Might it at indeed, dude? I'll let's end the show on this one. Sia, this one's for you.
6: Dansby hitting a home run. Oh my <laughs> god, that is yeah. that is interesting. Yeah, I don't know dude. that anybody actually picked Dansby Swanson today. I, I think show.
1: everybody was on Akuna, right?
6: Yeah, Acuna, or yeah Mookie. Exactly. You were
1: on Mook's, right?
6: Well, yeah. I, I was Mookie Betts for me. It was really that was just me paying homage to Mookie Wilson and Mookie Blaylock, but I did like Mookie Betts with respect to the pitching matchup. So yeah, I liked it.
1: Yeah. Dude, Mookie Betts, great dude from Nashville. Uh went to John Overton mm-hmm. High School just down the street here. Phenomenal bowler. Like 300, like, look it up. Phenomenal. Phenomenal bowler. Yep. Yeah. He was committed to t- to play at Tennessee, too. And then about five minutes before that commitment was due, yeah, the majors threw a bunch of money at him. Like, he made the right decision for sure. But Mook's doing, he's a He's a good dude. Natural guy. Got to give a shout out on that one. All right, everybody. It's all damage we could do. Thank you so much for tuning in. Two shows in one today. We will be live Friday, normal time, 10 a.m. Eastern, and I believe, Sia, that will be you, correct?
6: Yeah, Big Pick Energy Friday. I'm going to be the host because, of course, we know the coach is going to be PGA Tour living it. Uh, if you haven't caught him doing PGA Tour live, I implore you to do that. It is an experience. It is it. He just raises the bar when it comes to commentating on golf. But, yeah, I'll be doing Big Pick Energy with, of course, that Friday crew. And uh, I'm excited about it.
1: I look forward to it, man. Can't wait to see it. So everybody, tune in tomorrow, Friday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern, to see Sua, Sua, Sia, and the big pick. I said Sua, Sia, and the entire crew. Uh, But until then, everybody, best of luck. Let's cash all these tickets tonight. You know what?